If you are living in a space of being weighed down by your clutter, in your home, business, mind, or body, do you realize you are blocking the ability to receive in all areas? Would you be willing to learn the tools to change all that? What if you realized that the clutter in your life was created by you? Listen now to Infinite Energies, where you receive new perspectives to open up and release the barriers to create the life you always knew is possible. Now, here is the host of Infinite Energies Radio Show, Lisa Bennett. Good morning, everyone. It is a beautiful, sunny Friday here in Calgary, Alberta, and we are in the month of June, and for me, June is the energy of spring and rebirth, and the grass is greening up, the rain is falling sporadically every few days, and the birds are out, they're nesting, so there's a lot of life on sort of planet Earth that goes on around this time of year, in, and especially uh in my part of the world. I know in some parts of the world it's winter time and, and so it's a different type of energy. Uh, and what I wanted to today to talk about is something that is very near and dear to my heart and just kind of oozes out of every pore of my body. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a specialty class that I've created uh, to share with um, others called Creating Conscious Spaces. So a little bit about me, and for those of you that are first-time callers that, that have called in and, and want to know a little bit about uh, who is Lisa Bennett, and, and besides being an access consciousness facilitator, I, um, which which is working with energy within spaces and working on bodies, and, and I've been with Access Consciousness since uh, 2010, it came into my life. And, and uh, the two founders, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here, have been absolutely supportive of everything that I have um, really had, always had, and just had sort of put it to the side and ignored for a time. So as a young child, I actually was always aware of the energy of spaces. And and I could walk into someone's home and the energy of the home could talk to me. The walls talked to me. The furniture talked to me. And it seemed really normal. I'd, I'd go to, on weekends, my father uh, started collecting and, and uh, um, fixing up antiques, cleaning them and then selling them. And eventually we ended up having a little booth at a flea market and and it turned into something really fun. So all, I was always exposed to things from different cultures, from different eras, from different times. And so it was really natural for me to really pick up the energy of, of things, whether it's tables or chairs or an object or a farm implement. Everything spoke to me. And my father had this gift and capacity as well to be able to understand what was what was somebody's garbage was another person's treasure. <laughs> so going forward in my life, I I was completely aware of this. And then some point, I, I must have made myself wrong and didn't talk about this gift and capacity openly. I do remember a time when I was a little girl that I created this beautiful little sanctuary under the stairs that was sort of... Um, 
decorated with curtains and pillows, and it was my little hideaway, my little nest. And uh, friends would come, and I had secret friends and all of that sort of energy, but I always had fun lights. And I just, I've just done that sort of <laughs> magical little space that it spoke to me. And it was my space in the in the house of three siblings that were very loud, very rambunctious, and there was a lot of activity in my life. So that for me to be able to go into this little sanctuary and create this beautiful little space was was a gift for me. And I was able to take that wherever I lived. So as I I moved west uh, to the western part of Canada when I was 19, I still managed on a shoestring budget to create this magical space. And I remember this man giving away his sofa. It was pretty much out on the street, ready to be gifted to somebody that wanted it. And I looked at it, it spoke to me, brought it home, and then covered it and made cushions and did all this really yummy stuff to create this magical space in a basement, dark, dingy apartment. And I ha- always manage to have people come over and be absolutely thrilled with what I could create with nothing. And with fabric, with textures, with lighting, things spoke to me. So for those of you that have always gone into this um, questioning of whether you can create something on a shoestring budget, I absolutely can guarantee that you can. And it, and it can be beautiful layers of, of, of things that, that bring the color, the texture, the light, the shimmer, uh, and, and actually has an essence about it that you can almost taste, touch, and smell. So fast forward, I, I was, took art classes, I studied art, uh, and then traveling in different parts of the world, I was always aware of the flavors of the country and the way that people honored things and the way that furniture in some cultures is extremely practical and it's utilized for more than one thing. Now in North America we tend to go big or go home and so you know in in some states I've been to in the United States um, you know, Texas, they love big furniture. They love big big sofas that you could have 12 people sit on. And when you're in New York, it's a completely different energy where you have a small sofa and they can store things from the floor all the way up to the ceiling and have created this magical storage solution. And it's amazing what is put behind closed doors that you don't necessarily um, see, but every square inch of those apartments in New York is utilized. So, you know, it's something that I've been fascinated with and I've studied and I've been enticed to get involved with renovating homes over the years and then from there friends asking me to help them renovate and then it turned into a business where I went into helping people look at the spaces and turn it into this yummy, yummy energy. And it was for me, it was really fun to tap into the people, the client's energy about what it was that really created that space that spoke to them. And it's interesting 
what oozes from me is something that doesn't necessarily ooze from others. And and that was something that I I just, I was completely surprised. What do you mean you can't see what the end product's going to look like? And I had a complete visual about it, what it was going to be. What do you mean you can't envision this tile on mass on your kitchen floor or in your bathroom? And it was just this, as as I was playing with it, I realized that, wow, this is something that actually I I, uh, I can actually share. And then I studied interiors, and uh, then I got called at one point when I visited a brother of mine who was living in Hong Kong. He was there for about 20 years. I was aware of the energy of the people in Hong Kong, of how they honored and, it, and, and honored the energy of of their office buildings, of their homes. And, you know, if you go to Thailand or Bali, there's there's these little um, areas, the altars that they have in their homes where there's an honoring of this space. And so I was aware of that wasn't necessarily part of the culture in North America and started to study more and more of that. And then I was blessed to sit on the dock of a friend's cottage one day and we were drinking beer and I was talking about my my background and she was an interior designer here and, and we she was talking about her background and she said, you know, Lisa, when you talk about being able to read the energy of a space and walking into a room and furniture talks to you and the walls talk to you and the space talks to you, do you know that that is a form of feng shui? And I was I was quite amazed. I said, wow, I actually, there's an actual name for what I already know that's already part of me. And so I had a long discussion with her and realized that this is something that I actually really required to study. And I followed, you know, just researching, Googling, and this woman popped up on my computer who was in New York, and she had one final class that she was going to do for uh, facilitating people to actually learn about feng shui. And, and, and the school of feng shui, it's over 4,000 years old, the, the actual teachings of the energy. And the interesting thing about this is actually, from a cultural standpoint, this has been for many, many different cultures, they walk into a space, whether it's um, near a mountain or, and I'm talking about an exterior space now, looking for a place to actually set up a village. And so you, they can walk into an area and say, what's the safest place for my village to live? So it would be the chief of, of the, the group that, that would be moving from one area to another. And so they would look and they would say, okay, there's a mountain behind me, so there's some, there's some um, protection from the elements from behind. And this is where we'll plant, sort of place all the, the, the homes, the tents, the, the little village. And then as long as we have running water, we know that there's an area that we can grow crops. And if you look in different cultures around the world, really you require an area to grow things and water and an area to protect yourself from the elements. So fast forward 
to where we are today and you have these villages, towns, cities that are already created and you have this this energy of apartment buildings where you know 30 30 stories high and how do you create within this energy of fast pace I'm I'm going to use New York as an example and compare it to the pace of Colorado or Aspen which you're in the mountains and and you have this sort of two sides of of a coin of one is you're you're already having the ability to work with nature and then you have another form of energy where you're surrounded by concrete and how can you bring the energy of the earth into your life and living so i i ended up studying my feng shui um training in New York over a two-year period was flying back and forth and studied under a few masters and it was brilliant. I was so blessed and one of the um, gentlemen that I've been following over the years is an actual architect and so he speaks the language of understanding the spatial design elements as well as the elements of a very ancient art form, which is feng shui. And I've been able to take a lot of that training into fast forward to where I am today. And I can talk a little bit further about that as as we um, go forward in in our uh, uh, radio show today. I know that for some of you, you've you've, um, sent in questions through email and, and I would love to get to your questions on how we can create, creating a conscious space if you're moving, if you're renting, if you own a home, and I'd like to touch upon all of that when we get back from our uh, our break. So we're just going to take a quick break here, and uh, um, I'm going to get to any of those questions that have been sent in, and I look forward to chatting with you in a minute. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show. Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific, on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? (laughs) 
This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome. It's Lisa Bennett here, and I am talking about creating conscious spaces. It, um, it's something that I love to do, to do and, and in fact, it's, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty funny. Over the years, I, of course, you know, you have friends that are saying, oh, I've just moved. Would you come over? I really want you to tell me what's going on with my space. <laughs> so I, uh, you, you quickly find out your friends and, and who your clients are. Who's willing, to, who, who's willing to pay for your time and who's willing to uh, just invite you over for a glass of wine and then talk to, talk to you and, and, and pick your brain on what they should be doing with their space and uh, you know, although I love to do that, it's it does it does uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, I, we we talk about that in in uh, um, creating your business and and you know what would you give away for free that you could do all day long and love, and what if you could get paid for it? And that's really how it turned and morphed into this yummy business and and. Uh, so for me, I I love to work with clients. I love to help clients see the possibilities of a space and uh, you know it's fun when they're about to move into a space and you have this beautiful blank slate before it's filled up with their stuff that you know has a lot of memories from previous relationships from previous marriages from previous um, locations in the world it's a really nice feeling to walk into this empty shell and really that's the time that you can really connect with the space and really communicate and ask what it is that would serve you and the space going forward and really that's that's exactly how I communicate I I, I talk to my home every day and I'm in gratitude for my home and I talk to my home when I'm away from it and I'm sure that, you know, those that have tuned in are going, who is this wacky woman? But it really, it really is, it's just this beautiful, breathing entity that contributes to your life. And a lot of people come home, they drop their bags, they they almost have this abusive quality as getting angry. It costs you money. You have to take care of it. There's a maintenance involved. And so when there's this anger towards the space, how are you asking it to contribute to you? And where are you being gratitude to it? So if you, if, if, if you could possibly change the energy of what you're projecting at the, the, the home and at the energy and start really loving it and truly being appreciative of it and asking it to contribute to your relationships, to your money flows, to your health and well-being and and ask it to call in people into your life that would contribute 
to you and having what they can consider a maintenance-free home. Um, you know, it's it's this space that I moved into over a year ago. Well, actually, it's just a year now, this month, has been nothing like it's been magical. It's just been a, such a contribution. And every time something is required to either fix or or enhance, somebody shows up in my life that is absolutely gifted, that would be thrilled to repair, fix, and or really work on the space from a space of, of, of contributing to it with with that yummy energy and and not being angry at the space. So even for you that are, are, are the listeners that are looking at renovating, what would it take for you to ask for somebody to come in, a contractor, um, you know, a window cleaner, a cleaning lady, that would come in and honor the space and not come in with a negative, heavy, angry energy that complains all the time but actually is contributing. So wherever you're not inviting that energy into your space, would you like to just destroy and uncreate it, please? And I'm going to say yes for all of those that are listening. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What I just said, which sounds like total gobbledygook, is the access consciousness clearing statement. And whenever an energy pops up for me, I actually, it's it sort of clears all the judgments, the limitations, the stickiness around it. And sometimes I have to say it two, two or three times until the energy is sort of dissipated and then I no longer have a charge. And it's pretty cool. It works. It's wacky. And I've been using that clearing statement uh, since 2000. Well, I heard it in 2009, but I've actually been um, using, using that for, for quite a while. So how I've incorporated my design and my feng shui and my my access consciousness work is really stepping forward and acknowledging that energy is all around us and that there really isn't a claim to a specific schooling, but actually following the energy and your knowing. And each one of us has this beautiful, insightful knowing, and it's just it's just tapping into it and actually giving yourself the gift that this is something that has been a part of you for generations and generations going way back from a previous lifetime that you already know when a space, when you walk into it, it feels yummy. It feels like home. So for those of you that are looking for a home or creating a new space within a home, just know that that is already within you and you know we can go and buy magazines we can hire a designer you can you know talk to people get their advice and oftentimes when you do that it can confuse exactly what your knowing is it's it's um and i have had clients that that have created this show home version where everything is so sterile. There's no place to sit comfortably. There's no place for dogs to be lying down. There's no place for kids to put their toys. And so there's real stagnant energy within the space. And when you have that, it's, it's, it's asking. The space is asking to be lived in. It's asking for another layer of energy. And sometimes these spaces 
can be I've walked into them and I don't see them. I've moved, you know, away. I'm in a different area. But they still talk to me. <laughs> they can be talking to me when I'm in the middle of, you know, at the middle of the night. I get woken up and the space is talking to me. And then I talk to the space it's it's i've i've had this with clients where you know we start to declutter and then they hold on to things and so when you're creating a conscious space and and i mean there's so many way there's so many areas that we can go into and and this is going to definitely take more than just one radio show that's why i've created a class is is to really have the people that live in the space to sit down and write out what it is they're inviting into their life from today going forward. So whatever's happened and occurred in the space previously, that energy can be cleared. So everywhere that you're holding on to the energy of the people, the previous owners, uh, the previous arguments, previous discussions, the unhappiness, the previous deaths, the previous whatever's gone on within that space, would you like to destroy and uncreate all of that energy around that, please? Great. Yes. Okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And for those of you that have had someone that lived in the space and is no longer with us in this reality that has moved on and chosen to die within that space, would you like to destroy and uncreate all that energy around that, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Some people have a point of view in order to honor the deceased within a space, they keep the room exactly as that person had been living in it, as though they just were going to walk back in. And I would encourage you, there is, you know, everybody's going to have their own time when they feel that there's a time to move on. There is an honoring of the space that actually needs a new breath, a new life brought into it. So I would encourage you or family or friends to help and, and assist you to, to honor the space and, you know, take all of the things that are what you might consider to be treasures and put them in a box and change the paint colors and even change the focus of that room. So if it was a bedroom, if it was an office, change the energy and turn it into something else. And, and bring life back into that space. And really, that's what, when I'm talking about creating conscious spaces, remember, the home, the office, the business is breathing. It requires air. It requires the windows to be opened up. It requires the windows to be cleaned, the light fixtures to be functioning, the electrical outlets to be functioning. When everything is flowing beautifully within that space as though you were going to pour a bucket of water and it was this constant flow of water through the space, that's the flow of energy. And when you actually have this beautiful space that is waiting for furnishings, for artwork, honor it. Honor it with what represents you going forward. So if you're just divorced and you're now single, if you're getting married and you're moving into a space with someone else, there's there's a million different ways of honoring that space. And so everything that you bring into the space, ask it. Ask this question. If I bring you into the space, 
will you serve me going forward in my life? Does this represent what I'm looking at going forward in my life? If it's a no, if it's a heavy energy, then put it away or gift it to someone or sell it. Only bring things into your space that actually are serving what's going on and what you would like to bring into your life. So it's it's this yummy, yummy invitation to just look at everything and go, does this work for me? And what would my life be like in five years if I bring you here into this new space? Or what would my life be like in five years if I actually gifted you to somebody else or sold you? And talk to it. Talk to the item, whether it's a chair or a sofa or a table or a lamp or an artwork. Really, really, and it, and it might sound really dorky, guys, but it actually works. And then you're creating this beautiful new space. And maybe you're gifting a ton of stuff away and it's asking for some new things to come in. So I, uh, I'm, I've got um, a couple of things that I'll address when I get back from our break and, and uh, creating, creating a new yummy space for, uh, oh, I get it. <laughs> okay, so when we get back from break, we can talk a little bit about what Rio is uh, talking about in the chat room. I appreciate that, Rio. Okay, we'll talk back to everyone in a minute. Do you know that by unlocking your self-imposed prison of shit, you can find an easier way to create the life you always knew was possible? Tuning in to Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett, you will receive tools and inspiration to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years. Are you willing to go forward into your new life? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show. Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in access consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at atizen.fm. You can ask or comment by email by sending to Lisa at lisabennett at iCloud.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I am thrilled to be talking about one of my most yummiest and favorite subjects, about creating conscious spaces. And the cool thing that um, uh, I've noticed when I'm I'm talking to um, uh, different clients and and is is the fact of moving into a temporary space. So, for example, we have um, Rioa who's moving in July and they're renting a basement that's bigger than her apartment and sharing a kitchen. So she's got lots of points of view about living with someone else and it's mostly furnished, so you're putting things into storage and wanting to know what questions that can create this fun and easy um, space instead of the projections. So everywhere that you have projections about it potentially could be challenging and difficult be by sharing a space and a kitchen with someone else. Would we like to destroy and uncreate that, please? And I'm going to say yes. <laughs> good. Um, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. So both yourself and your yummy man are moving. And so you're renting from someone you don't know. So the, one of the things that I would encourage you to do is to look at this as an adventure. And the cool thing about when you're renting is that you can really do some really fun things and, and what I call sexify it. So you've got this yummy man and you're on this adventure and you're renting a new space and so your space is yours. The kitchen is a, is a place that you're going to share but it doesn't mean you can't create this beautiful yummy space. So really, really look at what it is that the two of you require when you look at all the stuff right now. What is it that you require to have that beautiful kind of sexy, adventuresome space? Because you know it's temporary. It's not going to be long-term. So how can you play with that? And so, of course, you're going to require your bed and then a sitting area and and then possibly a desk. And then beyond that, it's what elements are you going to be sharing within the kitchen with the other renters? But really focus on this yummy energy of what you can create within the bedroom, whether it's honoring yourselves with new sheets and new comforters, some yummy pillows, bringing texture into the bedroom, and then having some fun lights and get lights that you can have a, like a dimmer on. So you might not be able to change the switches within the space, but you can get dimmers put on the lights and actually create that yummy sexy energy for your bedroom and then within your office area if it's a separate area that you have for your office then again create something that the two of you can utilize together and honor each other and and then if you have a sitting area that you have with a TV and then just the key things that you require moving forward whether that's books some art objects some some paintings or pictures that represent the two of you so when you're in a couple, when you're when you're part of a couple, when you're in a relationship with another person and you want to honor the other person, ensure that they have the ability to also give their input about what brings them joy into the space. So honor them by talking to them. What is it that you want to bring into the space? And and oftentimes and I'm ge- I'm to- I'm going to make a huge generalization because I've met a lot of men that have an incredible taste. But oftentimes, if the woman is the one that is the 
home caregiver and takes care of so much, she has a, maybe a more of sense or more time and has the ability to go out to the shops and pick things. But bring him into that equation and go out and say, okay, let's go sexify our space. Let's look at this and look at it as an adventure. And so when you have that kind of fun, yummy attitude, go off on a little shopping spree. And then what you choose to put storage, I had things in storage for a year and a half. And the interesting thing that I discovered after having things in storage for a year and a half, and then I finally had them brought to my new space, I literally sat in my garage surrounded by boxes. And I opened every box and said, stay, go, donate or sell and it was it was I was vicious with myself because I said anything that comes into my new space must honor me it must bring joy into my life it must represent where I'm going forward in my life and if it doesn't honor that honor me it goes and somebody else will love it somebody else will appreciate it and and again talk to it is this is now the time and very few things came into the house that I haven't personally touched and spoken to. And, of course, you know, I have kids, so they, they do sneak some things in. And, and I've honored what, what uh, they've wanted to bring in within their space. And I'm storing very little. I have a very tiny little storage area under the stairs of this home. And I go through it every couple of months so I've been here a year and literally every couple of months I go through a box and say stay or go and the sooner you do that you're allowing your space to breathe you're allowing your space to sort of sit back relax and excuse me I've got a little frog in my throat here something else I I was quite um, kind of um, tough on myself with was books. I've read a book maybe two or three times and who else would like to read it? So again, I I really honed down the books that represented what what was going forward for myself and my life. And so with I hope that's that's a big help for you, Rioa, when you're moving into your new space and, and, and if there's any other questions feel free to, to um you know, ask. And with regard to sharing a kitchen, you know, that's really, um, you know, figuring out a time when you're going to be in the kitchen and, and sharing that with the other person. You might find that they're a contribution to your life. And what would it take if they're really not into cooking and you are? <laughs> or vice versa. And, and, and so that could be sort of a fun thing to play with. And again, it's all about knowing that this is an adventure and that this is short-lived. It's not going to be something that's going to be going on and on and on for you, but just enjoy it and, and see what gifts and, and, and contribution this person um, um, can be to you and your relationship going forward. Um, so, and, and really enjoy that, that it is um, a rental. Uh, there's so many fun things to do in rentals, and people, you know, you can change curtains and and you know ask to change paint colors. Landlords love it when you when you say, "Can I paint?" Well, absolutely, sure you can. And uh, you know, if it's if it's a a black wall, and 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 <laughs> they might sort of have a point of view about that. But if you're choosing 
colors and tones that are really inviting and bringing warmth into the space, especially if you're in a basement. It's really yummy to actually um, bring in light colors into a basement area so that you can layer it with other colors and, and, and not feel like you're in a dungeon. Uh, and any any natural light you can play with with windows and, of course, floor lamps and lamps for your desks. And then you can always change up lights above, and that's not a very expensive thing um, to do. And, and most landlords are pretty pretty open to that sort of thing. And, of course, carpeting. You can you can create a really yummy space with some fun, fun area rugs, and um, you can get some shag, which is sexifying. Um, if it's a you know a yummy couple, I I would go and get some fun shags and 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 do that kind of fun layering. Um, you've got a bedroom, office den, and lots of windows and an entrance to the outside. Oh, that sounds yummy. Do you have an outdoor? Um, barbecue area or or access to a garden area because that's another creating conscious space. So a lot of people forget that when you walk into a space, it starts from the outside and works its way in. So honor the door, honor the entrance, ensure that it's not blocked and full of garbage and junk and garbage cans, but for people to be able to actually walk up to the space and know that this is your entrance is a really, really inviting thing. So when I work with clients, I actually um, I, I tap into the energy of the space ahead of time and start talking to it. And so when I actually show up, it already knows that I'm coming. And there's that really cool kind of um, sort of way that I've already been able to find out what's going on energetically within the space and how can I contribute and and perhaps... In, in some way manipulate the situation for the best interest of not only the space but for the people that are moving in or and or living there. And uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, spaces don't lie. They don't have a point of view. And there is usually a space within a home that people don't want me to see that is their, what I would consider their dirty little secret. <laughs> and that could be everything from putting things under and hiding things under beds or squishing things into a storage area with boxes and garbage and bags and 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 or you know under decks and in the garage and the space has already told me where it is <laughs> and people are often quite amazed at how did you know how did you find it <laughs> so it's uh it's pretty it's pretty uh funny how things can talk to me. So when you're um Rio, when you're looking at yes, you have a barbecue, it's a nice upper crust neighborhood and you and the owner. So remember you can bring in some yummy outdoor furniture, have a little table, set up a little area where you two can have this sort of romantic space for yourselves to honor it and and if the owner sees how much you're honoring of the space, they'll enjoy having you there. Um, something something else I wanted to let everyone know is is I am going to be on a tour with my class creating conscious spaces. Uh, I'm starting in British Columbia this month, and I am coming um, in Alberta. I'll be having some classes. I'm playing with some different people and hosts. I'm hoping to do a class down in uh, Denver and. Um, 
So I'm, I'm chatting with people, and I'd like you to just sort of um, check out my, my website is infiniteenergies.ca, and uh, I will be posting classes there, as well as uh, you can also find me on the Access Consciousness Facilitators site under Lisa Bennett, B-E-N-I-T-Z. And uh, I love facilitating. I love working with people. I like doing uh, facilitating classes. And I love working one-on-one and, and working with people um, with creating this yummy energy within their homes, how it can create health for their home, health for their bodies, how it can increase their money flows, increase their business, uh, invite a relationship into their into their lives and and help improve existing relationships whether that's with a yummy other or with their children or or roommates there's a million different ways of being able to make adjustments and 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 really work with people and so um, I invite you I'm I'm going to be doing more and more of the creating conscious spaces class uh, and radio show and I love talking to different people obviously but. Uh, this is something that's been calling me, so I'll be I'll be doing more of this, and I invite you to get your friends and yourselves to call in, and and uh, we can certainly, uh, you know, discuss anything that comes up within your space, whether it's business or your home environment. And uh, um, so, a little exercise I'd like you to do when you when you walk into your space tonight, if you're if you're not working from your home, but you have to leave your space every day and then you come um, uh, to your home after a long day at work or, or if you've been out traveling and you come back from a trip, I really invite you to stop and take a breath. And if you drive into the garage, I want you to go back outside of the garage and walk to the front door and just take it all in. Look at the pots, the flowers that you've planted. And if you haven't, then then please do something that you're going to honor the space outside the entrance of your door. If the door needs painting, paint it. If the lights are out, then fix the lights and get new bulbs put in them so that it's lit up, clean lights. Give that you know yummy entrance and, and, and have a little bit of taste of who you are so that when people walk up to the door, they go, ah... This is Lisa's home. I get it. And I'm I'm known for having a red door to my home. <laughs> it just seems to be a trademark of, of mine, and, and I love doors. So honor the door. And then when you walk in, say, hi, I'm home. I'm here. Welcome. And, and, and thank you for being here for me. And thank you for honoring my body. And thank you for honoring my children, my animals my friends and and just just really really be in gratitude for the space that you get to love and honor and it gets to love and honor you and the more you do that i it's it's this oh, it it just is like this little y- yummy blanket that you can you know wrap yourself around and and so creating a conscious space is is really everything that is that you gift and bring into it, whether it's candles, whether it's yummy cushions, whether it's a cozy blanket that you can snuggle up on a sofa with a friend and watch a movie. It's it's really having the ability to see how you can create that. And not everybody uh, 
is able to see or tap into that right away, but we all have that gift and capacity, and it just needs to be a little nudge, I call it, just a little nudge to show you that you can do it. And and go and look at magazines. Go and see what what speaks to you and find out what it is that you would like to create, whether it's a space that's really sparse with a few key elements in it or something that has all your lovely collection of whatever that is. It could be, you know, a collection of, of um, you know, hand-blown glass or if you're an artist, some, you know, using one wall where you've got all your paintings that you're you're actually turning your home into a gallery. Just really enjoy it and know that it doesn't have to be stagnant. It's breathing and ask it, is this now the time? Do I need to move this on? Has it has it uh, served its purpose for this year, for this 10 years, or whatever that is? And then ask it to move on. And if you've got kids that have moved out, ask them if they would like something. And uh, chances are, if they're setting up their spaces and their homes, they'd be thrilled to um, uh, take the desk, take the you know the chair and move that into their space. So it's recycling things too um, and honoring that furniture by recycling within within the spaces. So I loved um, uh, being able to chat with everyone today about um, creating a conscious space. The class that I do is, is interactive and I invite the... Um, participants to come with photographs so that they can show the space to me and it's interesting when you actually photograph the space it's a great exercise to do is you it's sort of like you remove yourself and step back and look at the space from a different a sort of a different viewpoint and you go wow that looks really cluttered and that looks kind of junky and oh my goodness and so we have lots of different points of view that comes to sort of t- comes to mind when you're looking at it, and, and we can all criticize our spaces, our homes. Uh, it's not to look like a magazine, absolutely not. Most photo shoots for magazines, people are hiding things <laughs> behind closed doors to get it ready to look like that perfect space. But in order to really live in the space, you want to create something that that is functional. So you can have a piece of furniture that can not only serve to store things, but it looks good and maybe you can put a glass or something on it. And so just just know that uh, by photographing it, it allows you to step back um, and, and really um, see what's going to work. And even before moving in, this is a, um, something I, I thought I'd share with you, Rio, is you're moving into a space. It's kind of fun to, if you have the, the ability to go back into the space and measure it and draw it out, it doesn't have to be glamorous, um, how you would like to set things up furniture-wise um, within the space. Sometimes there's only two or three ways to set up the furniture because of um, maybe a pillar, maybe a window, um, maybe where the door is located. So I, I would encourage you to, to actually draw it out on a piece of paper. And again, it, it allows you to energetically, you're already investing 
into the space and how you can create and what it is that you're actually wanting to um, um, to place in the space. And, and, and when you have a storage unit, uh, don't just fill it to the rafters. You know, utilize that and you can put things in there. And then if you need to get to things that are maybe um, out of season, then put it in there. And and uh, you might find, and I did this a couple of times where I went to my storage locker and went through things and said, no, this is no longer required for me, and, and then gifted that or sold it and and or, you know, gave it away to, um, um, you know, charity. And I have never regretted anything that I've given away. Happily, it's just, it's no, it's, you know, it's no longer there, required, it's not serving me. And uh, so, no, it's, it's, and it's really, it's the coolest form of eliminating weight. <laughs> and who doesn't want to eliminate some extra heavy weight that you feel that you are indebted to and that, oh, that's such a heavy energy. So everywhere that you feel that you're the caregiver for everybody's shit, <laughs> Your friends are asking you to hold on to things, your kids, your exes, whoever. Would you like to happily gift that away and no longer feel like you're the one that has to hold on to it? Okay. Ah, okay. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Oh, that feels way better. And not that any of us have done that, right, Keisha? <laughs> Dissipating the solidity. Yay, I agree. So it's it's fun to to eliminate and and move things on and create more space within your environment where you can actually lie on the ground, stretch out, maybe do a little yoga, have people over, entertain, have a glass of wine, um, and really honor and enjoy the space. And for those of us that live in countries that have the four seasons. Keep that in mind as well, that you are now um, wanting to honor the space, you know, throughout the, the whole um, winter, summer, spring, and fall. Wow. So thank you, everyone. It was fun. I look forward to doing many more shows like this, and uh, feel free to call in. Talk to you soon, and take care. I really appreciate it. All the best. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. We look forward to having you join us and share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week and chat soon.